Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach Bob Huggins. I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. The Bearcat Basketball Podcast is now presented by the Healthcare Management Group. Shout out to everyone at HCMG, and thank you for the support. Now, we are live here at Mio's in Clifton. Uh, if we can give a quick round of applause for Rich and Kelly for making all this happen. We can also have a round of applause for my support staff here, Colin Cruzy, making all the production happen. Give him a little love. And just a couple uh, housekeeping details. There will not be a podcast on December 19th versus Texas Southern. We will be back with a new episode on December 21st versus Tennessee Tech. Our special guest will be Yancey Gates. Uh, so far on the podcast, we've had Keith Greger, Deontay Vaughn, Zach Tobler, Corey Blunt, and Art Long. You can check out those podcasts. They're available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also our YouTube channel, Shine One Media. This segment is sponsored by the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. They have a new flexible bachelor's degree that will allow you to graduate conveniently and affordably. Folks, I'm excited to welcome in this Bearcat legend played for the Bearcats from 1998 to 2002. Six foot 11 center from Augusta, Georgia, and my former teammate. Let's welcome in number 50, Donald Little. Thank you, thank you. Some love there, D-Little, what's up? <laughs> now everybody, I want you all to know this man got on a flight at 5 a.m., 5 a.m. to get here to Cincinnati to do this podcast. So let's give him one more round of applause for that. Hey, let's go, let's go. Now tell everybody what you got going on, Donald. Uh, here visiting, glad to be back home. I haven't been here in a long time, and it feels good to see the Bearcats still active. Yep. Loving it. Got to come back more. You gonna, do. Going to come back more. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Now tell everybody where you're living right now. Atlanta, Georgia. Home. ATL. ATL. How is it in Georgia right now? Warm. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but. It's not bad here. Today is warm. You weren't expecting this. You no. thought you were going to come into a lot. Yeah. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> you brought the big coat and all that? Yeah, I did. Snow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us about your family. Um, got four daughters. Um, Ages six, eight, 11, 13. Wow. They're, wow. All, they're all basketball players. Girl dad. Girl dad. <laughs> mm, yeah. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Uh, so let me take a guess. They play basketball. They do play basketball. Very athletic. I didn't want them to play basketball at what? all. Why is that? I think girls basketball is, is harder. It's, it's, it's harder. Because it means the skill, because you have to be so skilled as a girls, girls player. You know, you got daughters, man, they, they're precious. 
Oh, they, they, okay. they tender, they're precious, but now, like, basketball is hardcore. Now, Donald, are you a soft dad? I got a feeling you're soft S on them, like. Super soft, man. <laughs> No, no, no huggings. <laughs> That's what's up. How, how tall? Pretty tall? Well, my 13-year-old, she's 13. She's 5'10". Wow. At 13, yeah. 5'10". Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, so what are you doing in Atlanta right now? She retired. I got a few businesses, carpet cleaning businesses, two trucks, transportation. And just living life, man. Raising the girls. Life is good. Life is good. Life is awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and we can say uh, life is good and how precious it is. And uh, right. once again, I, I want to um, give a rest in peace to uh, Herb Jones. Ooh. If uh, everybody could give a round of applause for Bearcat great Herb Jones, who's getting honored tonight, who's passed away. Family, family. Oh man, Herb, Herb's so important to the Bearcat program and a, a backbone to, to what's happening right now. Mm, Absolutely. Right. And uh, One of our Bearcat fans out here, Greg. Uh, Greg, at the end of the podcast, will you come up and tell the Herb Jones story you told me at the end, fishing? At the end, just, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring you up. Um, so so D-Little, do you, do you follow uh, Bearcat football? Just started. Okay. I'm, I'm fresh, new, loving the energy, support. Um, yeah, loving it. Now, you remember when we were in college and we were on the same team. Right. We could go to the football game and run around the bleacher, <laughs> lay down on the bleacher. There was nobody there. Nobody there. I'm going to tell you a story. One time, they had a game at uh, Nipper Stadium back then. Uh-huh. I had got in trouble with Huggins one day. One du day? Du <laughs> during the game, I had to run into the bleachers, you know. Yeah, during the game. Wait, bleachers. wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. You got punished and ran suit like like sprints up and down the bleachers. You know, you know the bleachers, yeah, the bleachers, you know how we go down, come up. Yeah. The Huggins way. Yeah, the bleachers. <laughs> that's classic. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's typical hugs. Classic. You can't move in Nippert now. It's so packed. I saw that. I came here about three weeks ago. They played uh, it was home, a, it was homecoming. A homecoming. 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 And they, it was jam-packed. You went in the game? Or yeah. Were you, okay. I went with uh, Melvin Levitt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, boy. Stories right there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's up. So the uh, Bearcat football team plays Alabama. They played them um, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay. If they win that, then they go on to the national championship game. Now, of course, Alabama is always highly right. ranked, one of the top teams in the country. Right. What do you think our chances of beating Alabama are? Ooh. Putting you on the spot. You're in Cincinnati, D. Oh, yeah, it's home. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blue. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the spot, D. Yeah. I bleed red and black. Bleed red and black. I'm from the South. Yes. SEC. Yep. Yeah. Alabama's tough. A whole nother level, but let's go Bearcats. That's right. Let's go Bearcats. That's right. Good let's answer. Let's go Bearcats. I like that. Let's go Bearcats. <laughs> Love it. So let, let, let's transition to basketball a little bit. We've got a new head coach in Wes Miller. 
Have you had a chance to meet Wes yet or talk to him? I have never met Wes Miller. Was he the coach at Xavier when we was there? He was at UN, no, he's um, at UNC Greensboro uh, UNC prior Greensboro. to here, and he's been there for, for a long time. But when we were when we were in college, uh, he, was, he, was at, he was playing. I think he, was, he played at North Carolina. Yeah, Wes, Wes Miller is a good dude, uh, and you're going to probably get a chance to talk to him and meet him tonight. Definitely. Um, at the game. Definitely. You, you'll really like him. He's very engaging, uh, loves former players, and he gets it because he's from North Carolina, played at North Carolina, and they have an extremely strong alumni base, and they engage those folks very well. Yeah, so he, he got it in him then. Yes. Yeah, the basketball culture. For sure. Yeah. Now, now, let me ask you this, Donald, and it's been a while since you've played and I played, and a lot of times what happens is as the years go by, former players get disconnected right. from the basketball program, and that's, that's true for any school, um, but I know Wes Miller and John Cunningham, the athletic director, are trying to get as many former players to come back and get reconnected. Right. From, from your standpoint, Donald, you, you being loved here in Cincinnati and a, and a Bearcat player, how would you like to stay involved and, and get connected with the basketball program? Well, my thing is through you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through you. Um, DeMar, awesome. Yep. Yeah, Stokes, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you, I, I recommend you guys for keeping that relevant, the back at, the blood going and flowing. And yeah, through you guys. I live through you guys, really. Yep. Keep, yeah, for sure. We got to we got to get you back to as many games right. you know, as you can. Yeah, I know it's it's a distance, but and I, and I, and I mentioned this to Wes Miller, and I would love to see him put this in place, and that is to get guys like you, Ken, mm. Steve, Corey mm. Blunt, and all the guys, you know, match them up with a current player and and have us be mentors. So, like you know, Donald Little can be a mentor. You know, for one of the players, talk to him, right? And, and, and talk him through like what you've been through. You think that's a good idea? That's very pivotal. That's very, very important. I needed that. We needed that. <laughs> Absolutely. But we didn't have that. We didn't have it. We didn't have that. Today, nope. today's kids, they need mentors, <clears throat> inspirational situations. We all have stories to tell them. And plus, we, we know the we know the culture of Bearcat basketball. We are the culture of basket Bearcat basketball. Yep. So if they know a little bit about the history, they can go forward and learn. Yeah. Yeah, no, no question, because you've had success and you've had struggles right. as these guys playing right now are going right. through. And you could tell them stories like, listen, right. Hugs was on me, Hugs did this to me, here's how you handle it. How to handle it. Right? Control your emotions. <laughs> Control your emotions. Right? <laughs> Whoa. Now, have you had a chance to uh, catch any of the Bearcat basketball games this season, or will this be the first one you've seen? I watched the one. La I watched the last game, the Crosstown Shootout. Oh my God! I know. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to bring it up, Meech. I didn't want to bring it up. Ah, uh, let's. Uh, so you watched that? Well, now let me tell you this. Okay. That game, to me, isn't a reflection <clears throat> of this basketball team. Like I think they've played well um, this season. Uh, I think a couple games they were starting to struggle a little bit offensively yeah. and going into an environment like the Centa Center and playing in a big rivalry game, right. having so many new guys that haven't been mm. through that battle and war, they just weren't ready for that. Like you said, we need mentors. If you really want to talk to the guys, hey guys, 
be ready. Yes. They'll, they'll focus more. But not knowing, a deer in headlights. And that's what they look like. Yeah. Um, so let's actually, let's talk about the shootout when you played. Mm. Um, as I go back, I'm looking at uh, year one, your first year, we beat Xavier at home. Okay. Uh, second year, lost at Xavier. And we're number two in the country then, I think. We're number two in the country, and we lost to Xavier. At, yeah, at Xavier. Then we, no. No, we lost at home. That was the third year. But, okay. That was your third year. <laughs> okay. I think that was the year that, I think that was the year we ranked real high. Yeah. And then, the fourth year uh, beat Xavier by 20. Right. So, you know, the thing is, though, like, someone was asking me on Twitter, what will it take for the Bearcats to beat Xavier at Xavier? Because we haven't won there since, like, I mean, I, I can't even remember the year that last long? year we won. It's been so long since we won oh, yeah. there. And I, to I told somebody, I said, we need a veteran we need a veteran group of guys that have been there that are together. You know Ener what I'm saying? Energy. Absolutely. The energy. Yep. That, yeah, that earn. Absolutely. We're not going to lose. Yeah. But like you said, the mentorship. Yep. That's everything. Right now, for the young kids, I think mentorship is everything. Yeah, they raised different, man. I know. They raised totally different. Different, different era. Yeah, you got to hold their hands. I, and I always, tell, I always tell people with that Crosstown shootout, I always feel like the toughest team wins. You could throw right, out, right. you could throw out rankings, right. throw out everything. The toughest team wins. Right, right. And so, and I, I think we're getting back to that that Bearcat toughness. Like I think Wes Miller, mm. like he understands. Coach Miller understands what Bearcat basketball, you know, used to be like. Right. I'm trying to bring right. that back. Like he, he, he knows it. He know. Oh, he knows. He understands. I think he's trying to recruit. <laughs> Was he there when we, when we beat Carolina with Ed Coda and Brandon Haywood? That's a good question. I have was to look that one up. Was he there? You might have to ask him that. <laughs> I think he was – I think he might have been – I can't remember if he was there then or after, but it was shortly – we're going to ask him. Yeah, that's a good question we're to gonna, ask We're going to ask him. The, <laughs> we're going to ask him tonight. And he, he, he played a little bit. He, mm -hmm. he can shoot. Yeah. He can still shoot. Uh, this segment is sponsored by the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. They have a new flexible bachelor's degree that will allow you to graduate conveniently and affordably. Now, you're going to the game tonight. Right. You have not been to the new arena. I have not. This. <laughs> you I'm ready? I'm going to tell you the truth, man. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be emotional because I shed a lot of blood and tears on that floor. We did. We did. So to go back now and see it and relive it, yeah, I'm excited about it. Excited to get back. When was the last time you've been to a Bearcat basketball game? Ooh. Up to woo. Ooh. <laughs> my, game, my game, really. Huh? Back in 2002. Really? Whoa. 2002, wow. yeah. Well, we are glad to have you back. We are, <laughs> we, and we've got to make this a yearly, definitely a yearly event. Oh, definitely. So, at the game tonight, you having, like you said, blood, sweat, and tears on that court, mm -hmm. and you're going to watch the Bearcats tonight. What do you want to see from this Bearcat basketball team that when you leave the arena, you'll be happy to see? To me, man, it's all about the energy. 
win or lose, you give you all, it don't matter what, what happens in the end. Energy. Yeah, fight. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm ready to fight with them. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's just the energy. Yeah. You'll, you'll be sitting right behind the bench. Right. So you better be yelling at the guys so they don't bring the energy. <laughs> nah. Let them let them know. Yeah. Uh, we are live at Mio's with former Bearcat great <coughs> Donald Little. Now, I talked about you being from uh, Augusta. Right. Uh, two uh, legends from Augusta besides yourself. Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. I never knew that, though. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And then Lawrence Fishburne. I, you told me I didn't know that either. Two legends. Mm. And, and then Donald Little. No, and then James Brown. James Brown. James Brown. James Brown. Oh, Hold up. James Brown. James Brown. James Brown. Well, James Brown trumps all of them. Like, it's James Brown then. Yeah. yeah. My, my bad on that. Uh, now, let's, let's talk. Bearcat fans love to hear why players chose to come to the University of Cincinnati and play. So talk a little bit about why you chose to come and play for the Bearcats. Uh, I verbally committed to Louisville at first. I was going to Louisville with Danny Crum. Man. Dan Danny Crum retired, and the Huggins like, nah, he's coming to Cincinnati. He told me where I was going to go. And that's what, I came in to Cincinnati. I met Melvin Levitt and Kenya Martin. And after that, though, it was history. Now, yeah, it was history. So really it was from Bob Huggins being so aggressive. I'm an aggressive guy. And, and recruiting you to come yeah, over. Right. He said, you're not going anywhere else, you're coming here. That's it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go take a visit. Took a visit, met Kenyon, and it was over. That's what's up. One of the best decisions ever. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, now, going into the situation, did, did people warn you like Kenyon, Mel, that Hugs is crazy? <laughs> like, he, he's, a, he's crazy. He's uh, emotional. Yeah. Passionate. Yeah. He's not crazy. Passionate. And you know Huggins. I do. Yeah, he's just I passionate, do. man. That's true. That's it's true. different between crazy and passionate. Yeah. He's a passionate guy. Loves everybody. He does. Yeah, he does. He's passionate, man. He does. Yeah. So I, saw, I, I felt that passion. Man, I'm a very passionate guy myself. I felt that passion. I don't, I don't think if I don't went anywhere else, I would have made it. Yeah. Yeah. Because as a young kid, I didn't know how to control emotions or anything like that. And I guess, like, Huggins gave me so many chances. He gave me so many chances that I want to be better as a kid. Right. Yeah. With a father, a father figure. Absolutely. Right. Do you take do you take any of that when you, um, you know, talk with your daughters? Um, yeah. That 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 passion and that Ooh. that that love with your with your daughters. Yeah, cause the passion's in you. You can't take it out of you. you yeah. Just gotta control it. And my daughters, yeah, they're girls, so I gotta watch myself how I talk <laughs> to them. I can't. So I'm very soft. Think twice about what you're gonna say before you say it. They're not boys. Yeah. Yeah. But like I say, life is good, man. It's like a whole other fresh breath out for me to be sensitive, emotional. Yeah. And come back home and see this beautiful place. A lot of people show me a lot of love. You guys. Absolutely. It's, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. No question. So 
Let, let's jump a little bit into your uh, career okay. with the Bearcats. A couple, couple games I want to talk about now. Um, your first season, we were, we were teammates. And, um, right. you know, you come into a team that has a lot of experienced bigs. So you, you've got Ooh. a lot of guys with, with Ken and Tate, Tate Fletch, <laughs> Fletch, Bobby. Well, Bobby was gone. What? Yeah, Bobby was gone. I'm Bobby sorry. Gone. That's right. Bobby had, uh, had just left. But there were a lot of bigs. There yeah. were a lot of... A lot of guys you can learn from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tate. Well, you got Jermaine Tate. You got Kenya Martin, Fletcher. That's, that's Hulk Hogan. Fletcher's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hulk Hogan. Fletcher. Ryan Fletcher. Um, yeah, but those guys, they embraced me, man. As you already know, they embraced me. And like you say, the mentorship. My mentorship was Fletch. Yeah. Mm. How about that? That was Fletch. Fletcher. I just talked to Fletch the other day. Uh, I would, yeah. love, I would love to talk to Flesh, man. I'll get you his number. You I would love connect. to talk to Flesh. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know you and Flesh were that close. He brought me, he brought me in because, you know, Ken pick on me. Tate pick on me. Yeah. I, I was a competition. Yeah, absolutely. As a young kid, I was a competition. So Flesh took me in. No, you do it this way. You do it that way. Don't give up. Go hard at it. Hit the weight room. And after that, psh, mentorship. Oh, very needed. You said it. <laughs> Let's talk about one of, I think, the biggest games in Bearcat history besides the, you know, national championship games and the Final Four and all that, Elite Eight, but right. the game versus Duke. Duke. Now, leading up to that um, is the game I really want to kind of dive into. So we're in Alaska. Which right. You remember that trip to Alaska? Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Ski shooting. Man, they should. <laughs> I don't know who put that together to think to give us guns to go ski shooting. Like. Not, not us. Not us with guns. That's a bad. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, whose idea was this? That was awesome. I think it was Coach Baker. I think Rob Baker came up with Coach that. Baker. Remember, oh. I saw Coach Baker. I saw him in Vegas. I was at the NBA Summer League. And I ran. So I went to watch uh, KJ. Okay. Kenyon's son. Yep. And I went to see Kenyon, and Kenyon was like, Coach Bake's here. And I'm like, get out of here. And he was like, right over there. Wow. So I walked over, and I'm like, Bake, wow. he turned around. And it took him a minute, and then he noticed oh. me. Yeah, it was good to. With the ball head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he know. <laughs> I haven't seen him since he left. Yeah. Have you? No, no, no. He was a good mentor, too, though. Yeah. Rob Bakers, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, he was. Is he still coaching? Yeah, uh, he's um, scouting. Okay. I forget which NBA team he's scouting for, but he is scouting. I can't remember if it was like the Wizards or somebody. I want to say it was the East Coast. Okay, team. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. he's he's in the league. So yeah. that's that was good to see him. Yeah. But do you remember the first game of the Great Alaska Shootout? What team was it? Southern Utah. And if you remember, we, we hold, were... Hold, hold, time out. I'm sorry. Was that the game with Huggins towards a whole nother... That word. So, this is the game mm. we started off poorly, and he benched everybody, and he put me, you, Myrick. He, he put the whole, all five of us in. Dirty birds. The dirty birds. The dirty birds. Tell him about the dirty birds. The dirty birds. <laughs> I was just talking about that the other day. Mm. Tell, tell them what the Dirty Birds were. The Dirty Birds, 
was the second screen team. We pushed those guys, such as Kenyans and Melvins, we pushed them guys to be great because we, we wanted to be there just as much as they did. Absolutely. So we pushed them. Kenyon Martin, I saw him every day. And I pushed every day to wake up early, eat right, so I compete against him every day, every morning, every night. And he knew that. So it made him better. To this day, he, we always hug. I go see Kenyon, we hug, hug it out. Competing as kids, now as men, it's all love. That's what's up. Super love. That's what's up. Well, if it wasn't for the Dirty Birds, us, oh. we may never have made it to play Duke. <laughs> you had 11 points that game. Yeah. yeah. You had 11 points that game. I need to get that tape. I want to see that tape. <laughs> we need that. Oh, yeah, we need that. I don't know that. how we're going to get that, but we got, we got to dig deep in the archives to, to, to find that one. Yeah, we need how, that. how special was it, Donald, when we make it to play Duke, who's you know top team in the country, uh, they end up winning the national championship that year. They did? Yeah, they did. Then they had all those guys, you know, Avery. Young Brand. Batty, all of them went pro. Cor McGetty. Uh, yep. Um, to, to, to go in there and, and beat them, and I'll never forget this. We had, a, we had a meeting the night before we played Duke, and we were in our hotel. We were on the top level, and Hugs was meeting with us. And Hugs said that Duke was a great team, mm. but we're going to make them a very average team. Mm. And we are going to make mm. them average <laughs> by doing two things. He said, we're going to give them one shot and out. Mm. We're going to rebound the ball. And if you give any, any team one shot and that's it, their percentages are low. Right. Because not everybody makes their first attempt. You're right. He said, on the flip side, we are going to get second and third chances. So the mm. focus was on rebounding. Absolutely. But Re you know, they had Elton Brand back then. Man, a, a monster. A load. A load. A load. But we had big guys also, Jermaine Tate, Fletcher, put bodies on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were, oh. they. I think we. I think we really shocked like Duke when they. You know, by halftime, they were like, these these dudes can go. <laughs> like, they slept on us. I feel like you feel the same way. Everybody did though. Yeah. But at the end, they didn't. No. No. To the to this day, they don't. To this day. We were, yeah, that was just such an interesting collection of uh, that goes to show you like like that team that year Donald um, we were like so very different people like all the right. players were just so different but somehow hugs got us connected right. together to win games like right. you know what I mean I figured it out though I, I think I figured it out okay <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for yeah, this. I think I figured this out and other players might agree or disagree I think in practice we fought. Like, yes. Oh. We, we fist fought. Yes. We fist fought. I think when you fight somebody, fist fight, the next day and after that fight, you're going to respect them. And we know we just, I think we fought and fought. And at the end of the day, we respect each other as brothers. I agree with that. Right. Like, and, and nobody mm. can mess with us. Like, you couldn't, right. like, I may have punched <laughs> you at practice, but nobody else is no. punching you outside of our circle. Oh, no. It's not. No. It's that, not possible. That, that family. Family. So I think it's, it's about coaching, man. I think Huggins let us go. He, he wanted to fight us, too. <laughs> he wanted to fight us, too. So, like, just watching him, man, and just <clears throat> letting us fight each other all day, every day. 
during the three hours, we hated each other. Oh, man. After three hours over, we were back to normal. Those, but I, I think he let us fight. We, we worked it out. I would say we, we worked it out. We did. Those, those three hours, three to six. Ooh. Remember that big clock? Ooh. In the, the arena, and yeah. we just look at it, oh. and we'd be like, man, it's only 4.15. Oh. Damn. Brutal. 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 And he, it, it was like, the one thing about practice was every minute was in, it was just intense. Yeah. intense. So, so it made the time so much longer. Some days no, some days yes. It depends how Huggins felt. Mm -hmm. If he wanted to, to annihilate us, which he done many of the times, but every day three to six, that's hard. That's, that's more than nine to five. Defi yeah, it's definitely, definitely a grind, especially when you're, you're also a college student. You know, we got to right. lift weights. You know, we got to mm. go to class. We got study table. We got all the other stuff we got to do, but it was. A nine to five. No question. Nine no question. Um, and then that, that first year, you got hurt. Wait a minute. You got hurt. Yeah. Towards the end, right? In practice. Yeah. I ended up had to, I re ended up had the red shirt because I um, Eugene Land. I'm still I'm still upset about. I mean, matter of fact, I'm not upset upset anymore because it gave me an extra year to play. <clears throat> Eugene Land undercut me. I went down my elbow. I remember. Yep. Had the red shirt. Yep. I remember that. And Eugene's supposed to be at the game tonight. Yeah. 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 Hopefully we can we can connect back up. Um, I do want to talk, so in, in Bearcat basketball history, um, there, there are some iconic things. So Leonard Stokes right. is known for the headband. Right. Um, and, and there just have been iconic looks, whether it was, you know, Phil Williams had the braids. Right. Uh, a lot of people had, you know, just a couple, uh, you know, Bobby Brandon had the barbed wire yeah, tattoo, tattoo and the hair. Kenyon had the, uh, the wristband. Yeah, on he the had the wristband, yep. On the forearm. Yeah. That's right. Donald Little's goggles. Goggles. The goggles became an iconic look for you. Right. Tell, tell the story about the goggles. The story about the goggles. I had a, we, we, we still don't know to this day. I went to all kinds of specialists and everything. I got a, a stigma in my left eye. And uh, so at the time, our physician was, um, Dr. Ellis. Dr. That's Ellis. My doctor. And our trainer Dr. was uh, Jade Grossman. Jade, Jade Grossman. Jade. Classic. Yep. Classic Jade. To make a long story short, he said, You got to wear these glasses because we got to protect your eye. I say, No. I'll risk it, but at the end of the day, Huggins taught me to win the goggles. And Oakley <laughs> provided me with every goggle possible. Yep. Yeah. And wore the goggles. That, that became like a classic look. It did, but it was frustrating. Oh. It was fun. You know about it. You wore goggles at one time. I had to. One, yep, one you game did. I did. Yep, I did. I, I could did. see that, too. It's, it's crazy. I could still see that. <laughs> that is crazy. You remember I, that. Yeah, I just called you out. I, I remember that. <laughs> I think I got a picture of that. Because Dr. Ellis, because I got hit in the eye, he's like, oh, you got to wear goggles. I'm like, whoa, let me, wait a minute, chill out. I remember that. That's yep. right, you do. That's crazy. I gotta find. I gotta find a picture Cause, of that. Cause I think you wore a pair of my goggles. Yeah. Did I? I didn't know that. I had like four pair, <laughs> brand new, expensive. They're like a thousand dollars a pair. Yeah, it was so expensive. And um, I had like four different pairs. The question is, do you still have a pair no. of those goggles? No. 
That might, that's a good idea, though, man. And that'd be part of Bearcat. If Bearcat history, uh, yeah. one, of, one of Kenyon's wristbands. Right. The headband with Stokes, your goggles. We need that for the museum. Yeah. <laughs> the Bearcat Museum. Oh, that's, uh, that's good stuff. And, uh, hey, Bearcat fans, I do need everybody to give a round of applause to this gentleman that walked in. Uh, hold on, let me tell you who is first. I don't want, you cannot boo, though. He was my high school teammate at Roger Bacon High School, and he ended up going and playing for Xavier, but he's here to support. Right back here, Brandon McIntosh, played for the Musketeers, played high school ball together. Good friend of us, Donald Little. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Good old B-Mac. You didn't think I saw you, B-Mac. I saw you sneak in. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Um, let's jump into then um, that next year, uh, your next season. Okay. Uh, Man, that was a that was a wild season because um, that's when uh, you know Kenyon got hurt. Oh, oh. Yeah, Kenyon Kenyon got hurt uh, uh, versus St. Louis. No, that was um, Tulsa, St. Louis. Tulsa. No, no, he got hurt versus St. Louis. You guys lost to Tulsa in the tournament. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Because. Because it was like, and you remember, right. everything had to, Kenyon had to touch the ball every possession. Right. And then when he broke, you know, the leg, yeah. it's like, what do we do now? And I'm going to tell you what happened. Well, he broke his leg, I was his backup. Well, he broke his leg, I had to go in and play. That's when I grew up. But, that, yeah. Interesting. Right. So when he broke his leg, I was the guy to come behind him and start playing. Did yeah. they give it to you every possession? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, set a screen. Set a screen. Pass the ball. Uh-huh. Do not shoot. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was tough, man, because I feel like that was a national championship team. That was our time. That was our time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that was fun though. So uh this summer I ran into um at an AU tournament. I ran into Mateen Cleves from oh, Michigan oh, State. He's awesome. Awesome guy. Good, very good great, dude. Great dude. Very respectful. Absolutely. And I, I walked up to him and um, I knew about him, but I, I didn't, you know, we didn't know each other that well. And I said, hey, Mateen, I, I played for the Bearcats. And he looked at me, he's like, what year? And I Ooh. told him. And then he was like, oh, uh, you know, you know, Ken and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. He's like, we were supposed to play you all in a national championship. They ended up winning a national championship mm. that year. And I said, I said, Mateen, what do you think would have happened mm. if we would have played you guys? He was like, of course I think we would have won. But he was like, man, you guys were. Woo. They didn't want to see us. No. But you know, we, we, were, we were so similar, though. Yeah. Rebound, tough, Absolutely. toughness. Right. That would have been a dog, great dog fight. That but, would have been a great championship game. But couldn't nobody go out can on that 10? Not one. No way. No way. No. No. Man. But Mateen, Mateen, Cleves, and Logan, they would have went at it. That, that would have been a battle right there. there. Two, two, two dogs. No, two five foot and eight under. <laughs> five foot, eight and under league. I think, uh, you know, Steve comes around. He should be at the game tonight. Okay. Yeah, you might be sitting next to him. He, he, he comes around quite a bit. You know, uh, me and Steve came in together. We were roommates. Okay. Yeah, me and Steve came in together. I remember that day. 
So let's let's jump then into uh, the next year. You, uh, Lowe, KSAT, Stokes. Mm. Um, you know, looking at that season. Maxiel, uh, was he? Was that Max's year? That's, that's he, a freshman year, right? I thought I think that was, I thought that was the next one. I don't think he was there yet. Um, yeah. I, have to, I have to look that one up. You 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 tested my my history uh, my history the banks there. <laughs> but you know you guys were back and forth all season in terms of uh, wins and losses. Um, started to make a you know decent run at tournament. Ended up losing to that uh, Stanford team that right. was loaded. Right. Number two. Right. In the, in the country. I remember that game with the uh, the Collier twins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the Collier twins, some big boys, man. Who'd you guard? I don't know. I don't know. The, the, I can't differentiate the two, but one of them. They were big boys. It was tough. It, it gave me a problem. It was a it was a problem. Yeah, that was a that was a tough game. But they they were yeah. they definitely were were good. Uh, yeah. When when you look back on on your on your career, is there a game? Or two that really stick out to you? Ooh, off top, UCLA. Ooh, ooh. Talk about mm. that game. That mm. was your. That was the overtime loss game. That was your last year. We had them down 21 or 25 at the half to go to the Elite Eight. Was it? Yeah, or Sweet 16. Was it? The 16. Okay. Yeah, we had them down 25 at halftime. UCLA. They had, uh, yeah, Matt Barnes, Capono, Dan Gazirik. Pros. Pros. A team full of pros. I remember a shot went up before half. I tipped the ball to go back in to win the game. I should have came down first and went back up. I ended up tipping the ball and missed it, and then I want that ball back. I want, I want that ball back. Out of all the balls I play, I played professionally 16 years. And you think about that. I want that ball back. Dang. I, yeah. One of them that eat at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th and I'm surprised you haven't brought up the other game. Is there another game? Another game. That's very memorable. And I, I think when, when I talk about you, Donald, people bring this particular game up all the time. Can you think of it? Marquette. Absolutely. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Talk about that, that Marquette game. That Marquette dick by tiles at the game. I remember that game. And, ooh. That, was, that atmosphere that, was crazy. That was a wild game. You guys were down four. Logan hits a three with 22 uh, seconds left. Right. Wade gets fouled, missed the free throw. That's you rebound. Right. You guys come down the court, run a set of all the guys to take, of all the guys on that team, to take the shot to win it, it's Donald Little. They were smart. And you didn't think about it. No. You I, fired that bad boy up. I wanted it, man. Held that follow through down. I wanted it. I wanted that it. place went crazy. Crazy. Rich is over there holding the follow through down. He remembers. He remembers. Yeah, yeah. You had 14, 8, and 6 that game. That's a big game. And played like 25 minutes. Wow. Foul trouble. Efficient. You were efficient yeah. though in the time you had. Foul trouble. Was that one of your best games in terms of just like? I think best game because the atmosphere. 
It was crazy. It was crazy. I think we were number four, number three in the nation. Market. Well, there was a rival anyway. Mm-hmm. Same conference. Marquette. Dwayne Wade. It's a big statement game. Huge. Was Was Dwayne Wade the best mm. player you've ever played against? Hmm. He was tough. I'm a shot blocker, right? Mm-hmm. I remember this one play. We was down at the Centaur Center in the conference championship. We played Marquette again in the conference championship. And it was me. I was coming. He stole the ball. He was going to the basket. I ran him down to go block his shot. He went under the basket and dunked it. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, Dwayne Wade was tough. Best player, I would say yes. You couldn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, yeah. he's different. He's, di- he's different. And, and he's doing great things after basketball. Right. right. And, and there's a whole generation, I think, of guys that grew up during our time that are doing great things right. after they played. Right. You know, and, and unfortunately, uh, a guy from our time too, Kobe, who's mm. uh, passed rest away in, and rest in peace. Man, he, he was, he was doing. I think GG. what he was doing after basketball was mm. going to be bigger than what he did in basketball. And that's saying right, a lot. Right. I, I think he was on right. a mission to change wow. a culture. Where were you when you heard Kobe Bryant passed away? I'm going to tell you what, bro. Meacham, I, wasn't, I was on the plane in L.A. taking off. Leaving L.A.? Leaving L.A. So, he was, so the same time he was in there, I was in the air. I was leaving L.A. It came up on Instagram. On social media about TMZ, nobody, nobody know, didn't know anything. I told my, my neighbor, I was sitting beside, hey, look, Kobe, something happened to Kobe. He was like, well, whatever, 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 no, no way. Five minutes later, we in, we in the air, and somebody on the plane announced it that Kobe just passed away in a, in a crash. Yeah, so I was in the air, leaving L.A. at that time. Mm. Wow. Man. Yeah, at that time. Rest in peace, Gigi, and girls basketball. My daughter's name is Gigi also. Right. Really? And I got four girls. Yeah. Wow. Mm, yeah. A lot of, wow. Same age, too. Same age. And, you know, still, to this day, if I see a picture of Kobe, mm. I can't believe he, <laughs> he's dead. I, I, still, I still struggle, like, because we come from the same era. I used right. to play in AU tournaments right. and see Kobe Bryant. Oh, when I was coming up, I didn't know he was Kobe. Right. I knew he was a ball. Like it was, I'll tell you this, tell you this story. I, I'm at an AU tournament playing on one court, Kobe right. Bryant, another court, Steve Nash, another Whoa. court, Kevin Garnett. Whoa. How do you watch all, you can't watch all that, man. We didn't, see, we didn't have social media back then, right. so we didn't know who was who and like their names and stuff. We were learning, because you know, you go to a tournament and say, oh right. man, and everyone would talk about Kobe. They would say, oh, the dude that looks like Michael Jordan. That's what everybody said about him. And you, and you love Jordan. <laughs> L-O-V-E. <laughs> Thanks for spelling it for me. <laughs> MJ's my guy. You know that. Oh, man. And, and, you know, I'm glad you brought Michael Jordan up because one of the things about, you know, the Bearcats is they the Bearcat fans love that old nostalgia of the Jordan uniforms and the Ooh. Jordan gear, man. Right. How, how, how cool was that back then? That we were just laced up with Jordan stuff. 
all the all red uniforms, all black uniforms, Jordans, all the Jordans. Mm-hmm. We, we had all the Jordans. Yep. Even our own Jordans. Oh yeah, with yeah, the seatbelt. Yeah, them. Cincinnati Jordans. Yeah. So at that time, man, just like fashion was everything on the court. How you look, headbands, braids. Yep. Yeah. But the Jordan gear was everything at that point of time. Everything. So I want to tell you this story real quick. I had a, mm-hmm. I got a. I got a phone call from a guy who works for uh, Kevin Durant. Mm. And Kevin Durant has the boardroom, which is, uh, you know, a lot of his media stuff. Right. And the guy wanted to interview me about an article he's doing on, you know, kind of like that 90s swag, how the basketball of the 90s really influenced Mm. pop culture. And, and like, what we see today, Mm. a lot of that started from... The Fab Five, right? You know, with the the Fab Five guys, Arkansas, huh? Arkansas, Arkansas with Ooh, the long shorts, shorts yeah. All, all that, but he's, you know, what he said to me, and I guess mm. Kevin Durant had talked to him about this, and that mm. is like our swag mm. from that Jordan era. Ooh. Ooh. It, it was so legendary because there were other right. Jordan schools like North Carolina A&T, St. John's, right. um, um, Cal. Uh, Cal. That was it. But you know what? There was nothing no. like the Bearcat Jordan stuff. No. Nothing. Now you say that, I look back and now I'm like, that was a great era because like the Fab Five did the shorts and everything. We did the Jordan uniforms all red, the toughness, the toughness. Yeah. Great times, man. Yeah, that, 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 that swag from that era. And, and hopefully, hopefully we're able to bring that back sometime. Bring that, bring that Jordan-Nike swag back. Nah, I think Nike and Jordan and everything. I think players Nike, they're getting their own platforms. So I think the Nike stuff is over, I think, though, man. You think so? Everybody getting their own platforms. Oh. Like uh, StatMuse. What? StatMuse. Mm-hmm. S-T-A-T-M-U-S-E. It gives players their own platforms to sell their own merch. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Huge. That whole NIL thing is, is really changing the game for college athletes. And let's, let's, let's actually kind of talk about that. Because just think about if the NIL was available Whoa. when we were in school. Like, you know, obviously, Kenyon Martin being, you right. know, the number one player in the country, <laughs> how he could have taken advantage of NIL. But at the same time, it it helped us also. We, right. All of us. Everybody made money. All of us. But I think that that money going to make kids not work as hard. Mm. Not, not home because, well, you know, most basketball players, guys, come from poverty. So I think that that's why they work so hard to be the best. Get out of those situations. Get, get out of that situation. Yeah. Yeah, no, no matter what. If you give them, you give them money, an easy way to out, give them an easy way out, they're not going to work as hard. Interesting. Period. Interesting. That's a that's yeah. an interesting perspective. You think? Absolutely. That that yeah. That's interesting to think about because you know I'm in the the world of AAU and right. I'm seeing a culture of kids, you know, kind of changing with with, with their mentality and it, it's just different. You know, I don't and I don't want to knock on this generation of right, of right, players. It's right. very right. Know, very very different. Yeah, different. Um, by the way, as as we're here live at Mio's with former Bearcat great Donald Little, I'm looking on the screen right here. And they're showing the Pacers game from last night. Uh, Steph Curry, I believe, was two shots two. away or one shot away from the record. 
He's he's won a tie. To the, okay, and he's he's playing in New York tonight, right? So he's gonna oh. hopefully break it in the in the gardens. That'd be a great great in New York marketing. Oh, yeah. That's you know all the stars are gonna be out for that game. But <laughs> that that brings me to say this as I as I look at Steph Curry, you know I I this is my opinion. You tell me if you agree with this. You, you know you could disagree, but right. You know you look at. You know, players in the history of basketball, I think there were certain players that changed the culture of basketball, completely mm. shifted it. Michael Jordan obviously shifted the game of basketball because no one had seen anybody do what right. he was doing at that time. And it, just culturally, the, the right. bald head, the swag, just everything. Like, yeah. his impact on the game. Everyone was walking like Michael right. Jordan, right. chewing gum when right. they hooped. Even though we weren't allowed to chew gum when I was growing up, I still chewed him in the game because Mike. <laughs> and I personally think that as I watch Steph Curry and I look at how much the game has changed, he has had an impact like a Michael Jordan from a, a change in the shift in the game because, you know, analytics played a large, large part into it, but so many threes being shot, so many deep threes, and he's responsible, yeah. I think, for a, a huge shift in the culture of basketball. I think Steph Curry gave the kids the confidence to shoot. In our days, you pass it down low. Now, you shoot first. So I think that Steph Curry brought another tenacity to the game, meaning that giving them young guys confidence to shoot. I think it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, no, okay, so why is that? So break that down. Shoot, I mean, uh, basketball is more than just shooting, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's part of basketball, but it is, the game's changed. There's a lot of shooters first. Nowadays, who's the strongest, who's the toughest, who's the meanest? Rebound the ball, go down low and dunk it, or lay the ball up. Now, no. Screen, screen, shoot, shoot, shoot. Screen, screen, shoot. Could, could you imagine when we played, like, how Huggins would be if we, we oh. shot that many threes. Oh, oh man. It's not possible. And we, and we didn't dump it down low. It's not possible. It's not possible. I can't even see it, man. <laughs> I, can't, I, try to, I can't even see it. It, it, it would have definitely been different. He, even at West Virginia right now, he, he don't do that model. Right. It's still toughness, re, rebound, and defense. Not a lot of shooting. And, and I think, Donald, I, I think basketball, just like life and culture, you know, goes in cycles. Right. Just like the short shorts are back for basketball right. players. Like, that was popular in, what, the 70s or whatever, and that's back yeah. around. I think getting the ball to the post will yeah. come back around at, at some point. It, it, I feel yeah. like it, it, it has yeah. to. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe not as much as it did in the 90s, but because right. you see in these – I mean – Everywhere I turn when I go to AAU games, I'm seeing six foot eight, six foot ten guards shooting threes, bringing it up the court, and I'm like, "Bro, you would have been in the post that's when Steph, I was growing up." See, that's Steph Curry. That, that, that's Steph Curry. Shoot the ball first. It looks great. It's awesome. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Let's talk a little bit about your uh, pro career. So, um, tell Bearcat fans uh, about your pro career when you left UC. Um, I left UC. I went overseas and played 16 years. 
professional. 16. 16. Woo. Yeah, man. Tell, tell, tell them where the, uh, some of the places were. I did eight years in Europe and seven in Asia. Asia meaning that uh, Korea, Japan, Singapore, Philippines, all that. France, Russia, Italy, Greece, a little Middle East, Dubai. I, I, w I was telling, you know, I've talked to Art Long and, and Deontay Vaughn and other guys that played overseas. Okay. Basketball has taken you and others around the world. Right. If you, if you look at this room here, you could probably ask everyone here what other countries they've been to. <laughs> and I guarantee you, you've probably been to more countries than most people in this room. And how amazing is that? I'll put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, do you do you speak any other languages? Did you learn? Nah, I mean, I could. Did I you know try? Like, did I, you? I know up, down, left, right, stop, go, <laughs> no, yes, please. The just fundamentals. A, just enough to get by. Bounce pass, chest pass. Yeah. When when you played overseas, what was the culturally? What was the biggest thing, the biggest challenge you faced that you had to overcome? Um, I would say more so food. You gotta learn to cook. Because you can't, every restaurant, you do, the, the language, it's a language barrier. You, don't, you can't read the language, so everything is chicken and rice. So you had to go to the grocery stores, buy your own food, and go home and cook it. So you had to learn how to cook. The second thing is haircuts. You gotta learn how to cut your own hair. So food and haircuts, you're fine. How'd that go for you with the haircut? Easy. Yeah, Easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Here's a, here's a fun fact you might not remember. But when we were on the road, I used to cut Kenyon's hair. Mm. Used, to, used to cut his hair on the road. <laughs> One, you, you remember that game? You ever seen that picture where he jumps up at Louisville and has that, that block? That, oh, that, that long, long, yeah. I cut his hair the night before <laughs> that game. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go back and check it out. True though. story. Yeah, look at it. I'm going to go back and check it out. It was man. pretty fresh. I gave him a fresh. Ken Kenyon always had a fresh cut, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he that did. was you? That was you? Uh, I can't take all the credit for it. Some yeah. games I had, to, I had to tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Because, you know, he was like, you know, on national TV all the time, mm. and he had to make sure he was looking fresh. So, yeah. I'm going um, to interview Kenyon by phone. Oh. Uh, very soon. Right. We're going to probably, hopefully, next no week or so. You should go out to California. I know. I, I go out there a bunch, so. Go sit with him, man. Yeah. For, go for, sit with him. Yeah, that would, that would be good. Ken is awesome, man. Oh. He'll, 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 Ken's a totally different guy now. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it's, and it's awesome, though. I love it. And it, it is so, it's so cool to see his son <laughs> doing well and in the league. How, how about this for you? Fun fact, some of the Bearcat fans may know, may not know. Kenyon Martin's son, KJ, plays for the Rockets. Jermaine Tate's son Shut up. plays for the Rockets. Shut up. So, hold on. That's Jermaine Tate's son, Tate? Yes. That's his son? That's his son. So, oh. Jermaine's son, oh. both, both of our teammates' sons Whoa. play for the Rockets on the same team and I, are doing well. That's a blessing. Isn't it? Oh, it's a blessing. I, I watched the game, and I'm like, I I'll, I'll like tell some of the kids like, "Hey, that's my teammate's son," and they're like, "What?" I knew Tate. I know his son was out there balling, but I didn't know he was with the Rockets. He's doing well. He's doing well. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get a hold of Tate, man. That's awesome. Yeah, he's. That's crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. And he has another son who ended up playing at Arkansas his last season. 
He had an NBA workout at the uh, summer league. Okay. I think he's probably he's either in the G League or overseas. Who's Tate's other son? Oh, okay. He's got uh, he's got two two sons and he's got um, okay. I don't know if he has one or two daughters, but they're they're ballers. I mean, he whole family's ballers. He had a daughter also, didn't he? Yeah, I, and I she plays, but I don't know. But look, how old she is. Satterfield's daughter. Oh yeah, Satterfield's daughter's tough too. He was in town. They played at the Crosstown Shootout on Sunday. That's right. I saw that. Yep. Sat was Sat was at the game. Yeah. He I was wearing a, a split jersey. You see it? Yeah. One side was Bearcat, other side was Xavier for her. <laughs> I, I, t- I talk to him all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. K Sat. Now he called me. A shy, um, shy guy. Huh? Shy guy. Yeah. Seneca. He. Yeah. He. He's good. He's good people. He loves yeah. his loves his kids. He's right. got a right. he's got a son right. that's coming up. Um, yeah. He's go, he's gonna be fantastic. He is. Slayer at the next level. He can he can go. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, okay, so tonight uh, with the Bearcats game, what's your prediction? How many points do you think they're gonna win by? They lost last night. Uh, they lost the last they, game. They so lost they, by Xavier. So, so you know, they they upset. They're, fi- they're going to be fired up. 20. 20. 20. I, I, I'm going to go with 20 as well. 20. I think, I think Coach Miller is going yeah. to have them fired up. I think, Coach, I think they needed that, though. They probably need, they needed that loss to jump back yes. and, and, and refocus. I agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, before we, uh, we get ready to wrap up here live at Mio's with – Former Bearcat great uh, Donald Little. I want to say, we get as we get ready to wrap up. If any Bearcat fans uh, would like to come up and uh, talk with Donald Little, ask Donald Little a question, uh, please feel free to do that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be here for a little bit longer before we go. Um, also, any Bearcat fans going to the game tonight? If you need a parking pass, a free parking pass right next to the stadium, I have an extra one. It's free. You can use it. Definitely can uh, take it. Come get it. Donald Little will be in the house behind the bench tonight, watching the game, yelling at the players if they they don't hustle. No yelling. No yelling? No yelling. It's going to be cool. You get in trouble for that these days. (laughs) That's true. That's right. That's true. Could you imagine how Hugs used to yell at us back then? Like, You know what? I would love to go to West Virginia and sit in a practice. Totally different now. Have you done it before? I have. You have? Totally different. We didn't talk talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about that off off air for sure. Bearcat fans, if everybody could give a round of applause to former Bearcat great number 50, Donald Little. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Flew in just to come on the podcast and come to the game. And I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of The Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Let's go.